This is the podcast where we talk about everything sports and wrestling. This is the podcast where goofiness occurs. This is the Rant and Rave podcast, starring Brandon Martin, the young blood outsider Jordy Scow, Eric Lima, Uriel Ibarra, Michael Bombardier, and Andrew Hawking as they talk about everything on their minds. Let the ranting and raving begin. Paris, as we welcome you all to episode 149 of the Rants and Ray podcast. Glad you could be here this week, and we open up with the interview coming up in just a few short moments, and looking forward to that, and we're into the uh, sec- we're already into the midweek of uh of August, you know, look, hopefully September comes around the corner as temperatures will be uh, dropping down later on, but right now, still having some good weather. As always, I'm Brandon Martin, co-founder, co-creator, as one of the producers, and also uh, one of the six of the show, or right now it's one of five. Next to me, as always, is my best friend, the other co-founder, the other co-creator, the director Second of six, right now second of five. My best friend, the young blood outsider, Jordy Scout. I only got, I got this to say. Copyright infringement. I'm choking. I say copyright infringement. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Go ahead and set this back up. But anyway, greetings, everybody. Um, I just saw the live chat. Welcome to Jose and uh, Mitch. And anybody else who's in the live chat, feel free to Chuck say Jose. And all that. Chuck Jose. But yeah, it's great to be here. We are just one week away from ma- reaching another milestone for this, you know, show, and that is episode 150. But right now, we only have one more week to go, and tonight is no different. So, by all yep. means. All right. Also with us is our other co-host. We'll first start off with Mr. Eric Lima. Well, well once again, another episode of Rant and Rave. It's on like Donkey Kong. Let's do this. Let's get let's do this. We got an interview. Let's let's go at it. All right. And also with us, returning back from testing a positive the you know what. Making his return back to the show which is the main host and creator of the Bumbling Bozos Variety Program, which you can go check it out every Saturday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific, which is Uriel Ibarra, a.k.a. Ibarra Bro Studios. <laughs> you got him to get... Oh my god, you got his headphones to pop off. Did you miss me? By the way, um before before you continue, um uh Mitch Mitch Jr. just said sad news. Late Sunday night, I lost my cousin in law Joseph Williams to a fatal heart attack. Our our heartfelt condolences and prayers go out to you and your family, Mitch. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. But yeah, it's good to have. It's great to have you, Bar Aros back. Thank God I wasn't wearing headphones. Well, but yeah, it's great to have uh, Uriel Ibarra back. I mean, the show wasn't the same without him, you know. I mean, sure, we've done a lot of shows before he came into the picture, but he brings a little bit more life into the show than you guys could ever, you know, think of. Yeah. See, someone, see, someone gets it in the check. Ah, Chuck Jose, one of my pupils. Nice reference to Pinky the Clown there. <laughs> Thank you. I wasn't expecting him to scare him. I wasn't expecting him to scare David again. I wasn't intending on doing that. Well... But no problem, Mitch. It's okay, man. You know. I hope that everybody K Barbara City back on Ray Podcast after Walt after an entire two weeks of being two weeks of testing positive for um the that one virus that I can say due to demonetization. But I'm good. I tested negative. I'm fine. I am I am ready. I am back and I'm ready for action. Who cares about getting monetized? I got a real job. Yep. Yeah, SML. <laughs> oh. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Just retire already. You're not as good as you once were. Well, oh, yeah. By the way, you got shit tasting movies. Lego movies. Yeah. He, he yeah, might... Big Hero 6 is the worst movie of all time. Kiss my ass. But, by the way, just so we're clear, um, Logan, 30 Acre, you know, it. If he's going to be a father, he should get himself a job, you know, like maybe, I don't know, McDonald's or maybe Walmart or, I don't know, maybe somewhere that doesn't require for him to be an altar boy that, that gets messed around by the Pope. Mm -hmm. He said SML. Yeah. That's that's short. It's an abbreviation for Super Mario Logan. Yes. All right. Not sure what you, sure you said there. Well, I hardly understand what this kid is saying. So, luckily, he's ASML. got some translators. <laughs> uh, and also with us, we have the Canadian store, and always using the famous catchphrase, "That's why, that's why," <laughs> or every time, every time. Actually. <laughs> Actually, it's every time, three times. I, I know. I know that. Oh, and you have anyway, your eyes closed. Andrew Hawking. It's good to be here on this episode 149. And uh, and I cannot wait for episode 150. Unfortunately, the next two weeks I won't be here because of work. That's why. Yep, which is understandable. Never and heard so of them. Okay. Wait, SML never heard of him. Uh, well, I'm surprised. Oh, that's that good. You, I'm surprised you haven't heard of him. But then again, it's a good thing that you, you know, other than the brief Bozo's rant. What? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, on on the no, it wasn't Bozo's. It was on actually. Yeah, it was also it was on Bozo, and it's also the the new popcorn panel show where I was talking about um this uh, YouTuber SML, and let's just say he's a shit he's a shitty individual. His videos are not only his videos are just flat out just awful. As a person, as a person, he's just garbage. The creator. Is it? Wait, is that what uh, Victor was talking about behind the scenes? Yeah. 
Oh, and you know what? If he wanted to come on here tonight, if he wasn't lazy, I would. Hey, I would let him be main event just for you know for craps and goods. Oh, I got some translations here. It's okay. What David was saying before was um, the Beatle one Hong Yakuga Kitsuyo Desu. Can you repeat that in English? Because I don't. I I cannot understand what a word you just said. Okay, well, what? What I was saying is That's David needs I'm translations. Like, I said David needs translations. David needs translations. And speak and speak of that. Other than Austin, Tyler, Luke, Jared, and a couple others, I don't follow any film enthusiast slash reviewer on YouTube anymore. I'm done with the film community. Yeah, we know that. Blame, we, yeah. We, yeah, we've uh, we noticed that. You know, you've been done with them for like two years at least. Or three well, years. Well, technically three years. Yeah, technically three yeah, years because 2019 was the start of the bo of the Bofas. But anyway, um, let's go ahead and um, have um, you know, Eric introduced. We already done that. Oh, we done it. Oh, well, well, I'm sorry. I'm. It's hard to keep track of things when we're all going crazy. You know, that I just got from a nap like not too long ago, about maybe almost maybe an hour and a half. Yeah, but the you, that, you uh, really did miss me. No, but yes, uh, joining with us, uh, filling that, that's, in. That's that's for you, Romy. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, yeah, pay attention. Fuck, it's against the quiz. You want to keep that attitude up? <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, here's the thing I always pass quizzes. Well, here's yeah, quiz not for bad you. for what, a bozo. What, well, here's a quiz for you. What's coming up next? An interview. No, it's your mom, but nice for thank you for guessing. <laughs> wow, I don't get it. Mamacita. Yeah. Mungasica, mystery animals here. Miss Euro yeah, makes him makes him smarter since he's in the same call all his Mom just Oh, oh gosh. Speaking oh, of which. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, the thing is at least I'm not, you know, making a whole insult or what, you know, remember like, you know, like I'm not going to make death threats towards him and all those other insults like uh, Noompa Loompa would say. Remember when I say, I remember when I said smart on your case in point. <laughs> yeah, you, know, why, you know, I think the real reason why Drum never wants to come on a panel with me is because he doesn't want to have a good time. That's, I think that's, you know, I think that's a problem. I, I think he needs to get out more. Wow. And Brandon? Yes. But the, as I was saying, joining us, filling in for uh, Michael, which we will be coming back in the next two weeks, which is the other producer of the show, which is the David 3000 Network, David St. Dennis. <clears throat> Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, um, so that's what I was uh, so, making sure that didn't happen. His introduction. Okay. I don't like parties during the mess, but I'm happy to be back here once again. Uh, helping backstage starting episode 151, but that's a different story. That sounds and, uh Romy said that earlier in my, my chat. He said that, that earlier in my live chat on uh, Chill Majority. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Let's get this enemy started. You're attracted right, for once with the mask on. <laughs> now if only David do the same, maybe he won't, you know, uh, you know, blind you. Like, I'm the whitest person in this by room. the like, light. Like, like, the whitest person in the room. Like, 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 like blind person I'm, like that? Or that? No, no, just blinding both eyes. Uh. Nice mask. Oh, nice I'm mask, Kaibara. Alright, let's get this enemy started. Yep, and he's uh, currently uh, online. Just He already saw the link, hopefully. Oh, I thought he, he was by stage. Right? No. Like last week. <laughs> yes. Make primer paint look like mm. a shadow. <laughs> mm. uh, yikes. Uh, well, while we wait for him, just get just tell us when, when he's backstage, okay? So maybe we can just you know talk yeah, a little work. bit. So while yes. um, so while Uriel was out of action for a while, um, I've been doing this thing where I'm going to be collecting some Dragon Ball Z, you know, VHS tapes, and the VHS tapes I'm referring to are these. It's now. I was listening to you too. It's talking. Oh, wait. Crap. Sorry. Oh, God. Oh, God. Anyway, so I'm planning on collecting a majority of all these tapes from. This all the way to episode 53. Only the 53 first 53 episodes is the pioneer dub, but after episode 53, 54 along all the way to episode 276, I believe, is you know, all of it was edited, you know, to be seen on Cartoon Network on Toonami. So, yeah, I'm collecting all these where they're they were all edited when you know kids, you know, would watch it and not notice anything that would be offensive or you know kind of you know offensive or whatever you know what i mean mm -hmm. oh my nipples yeah oh my home okay that okay that's funny but yeah, yeah, I just wa I just watched this yesterday, and it's not too bad. I mean, I have to you know get used to the dubbing because I've always been used to Funimation's English dub for a long time. Now, if they ever do, if they have VHS tapes that people have already made where they have you know the Funimation dub, you know, along with the Bruce Falconer, you know, um, soundtrack, then yes, I will definitely get that. Now, I've already purchased the second, you know. Uh, tape for this so I'm gonna like I said I'll be processing each and every one of them before I and before I have you know this being watched along with you know me Brandon Uriel like as if it were a Saturday morning cartoon you know on an old school VCR you know television yeah be yeah be still having my PJs on um eating some fruit eat some loop <coughs> and watching some anime early in the morning I mean what more can you ask well, for me, I'd be frog flakes. 
Ooh, Frosted Flakes, my favorite. I love Tony the Tiger. They're great. They're great. Oh, my whole, David. There's, there's stitches and or squats for that. Oh. Oh, wait. This is the wrong bottle. I loved you as the midget Slender Man. Oh. Wait. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I thought I was the Slender Man. Hmm. Sure, you're not gonna pour in a, in a bop. Sure, you're not gonna pour in a glass. I don't know who kiss. I don't know who kisses uh, Romy more, David or Uriel, because I have to point the finger at David because now they both have a soundbite board. I mean, Call manners. You see, look. Manners. I'm in the I'm in the comfort <laughs> of my own home, and I'm and I'm with you guys to have a great time. And okay, you know what? The only time, time you someone, actually put every, something in a no, in a, no, in a I'm talking here. Listen, whenever Not someone says put it put it in a glass to me again, I'm taking a shot when I when someone tells me that in a glass. Oh my goodness, this is crazy. As a matter of fact, I'm going to take a shot right now. Hey, Helen and the chipmunks, you are not. Well, 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 wait a minute. Take a shot, but that, that's a soda. That ain't alcohol. Exactly. Exactly. They say chivalry is that thing that you're Ah, I guess water's good for you. If anybody's got a problem with people drinking out of a bottle, go hit a whammy. I'm on Eric's side on that one. If I want to drink soda out of a bottle, I'm drinking soda out of a bottle. You don't like it, go hit a whammy. Thank you, Eric, because it's funny. And it's I'm in my own home. If I'm somewhere like, like someone else's house, then that's different. Like I if I like that. if I if I want to like if I want to do the show in my underwear, I'll do it. Only it's gonna cost me money, <laughs> like you know, because I'd have to I'd have to charge everyone like a hundred dollars each to watch the show just to do it in my underwear. <laughs> look at look at David. Look at David. When you said you were doing show in underwear, he he's like total surprise. Total surprise. Yeah. Eric, you know I'm messing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We. Oh, yeah. We know that. We're, yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, listen. It's a form of entertainment where we got to do what we got to do to improvise. <laughs> if I had to rant and rave about um, drinking soda from a bottle, I drink soda from a bottle. That's what I'm going to do. But seriously, guys. Seriously, guys. If I had to do a show in my underwear, I would want that those who who want me, I want them to pay me a hundred dollars each. You know, person that have you know that that watch my show regularly. I took off my shirt on a couple of videos. That was it. Now I, I know my it. now I know my I mom. I know my it. mom wouldn't wouldn't you know approve of such methods. But then again, at least at Are least crazy? I would gain. Well, yeah, if I'm getting money off of it. Listen, you'd strip you'd strip down your undies just to make a few bucks to oh. them the fans if you wanted to. <laughs> can I be honest, Jordy? Can I be honest? That you that you can wouldn't I, do money you, you, you what you wouldn't do a show in your underwear? No, no, no. 
The only one who we're not gonna do that is me and Brandon. Brandon and I we're not gonna do that. We just keep know. our clothes on. We keep I, our clothes I, on. I, I don't know. Brandon we're professional. Beg- Wait, what? I I don't know. Brandon may beg to differ with that. I mean, okay, I'll I'll ask you this, Brandon, and I want you to be honest with me. We know each other longer more than you know the rest of the panel, but would you actually do a show in your underpants? And if so, how much would you want to get paid for it? I want you to be dead ass honest with me and you know and the rest of the people that watch us and you know on the panel. To be honest, I wouldn't. But yes. how much money? But how much money would you want to want, want to have? To you know, to be paid for if you were to do it, I say if it's not a when you do it. Oh, I I see. If that was the case, if Mm. I had to do that, I would be charging the same thing. I'm up to the ante, one fifty. Oh, one fifty. So you charge per people that would up that you know (laughs) those who walk. That would watch your show. Oh, no. So basically, you would charge people every like uh, whoever watches your shows regularly one hundred fifty dollars, you know, per person. Basically. All right. Ask me a question. Ask, ask me the same question, Jordy. Ask me the same question. I'm gonna have to ask everyone on the can- panel the same question. So, how much money would you want to be paid for, Andrew? If I will do, if I do that, I will definitely pay. Whoa. 200? Wow. For per person that watches you regularly, you know what? That's not bad. Okay. Um. Well, I'll go to Eric last because he's an expert at it because he knows how to take his shirt off and have his pants fall down. Um. Uh. Uh. Oh, hey, look at that. Uriel has 200 as well. Hey, Uriel. Here's the thing. That's real money. But, Uriel, this is a what-if scenario. What if how much money would you want to make every like for every person that watches you regularly? How much per person would you want them to pay you? Like on my underwear? Yeah. Nobody went to see no one no nobody wants to see my sweaty ass. You, oh speaking of well then again there is <laughs> something there's something wet about you, but I'm not gonna say where. Ooh, now that's a rhetorical question. Yeah, that is a rhetorical question, of course. But still, I, the same question still applies. How much money would you want to make for every person that wishes you regularly and to Please do it don't. in your underwear? How much would hey, you make? Would, you made it. that in an hour. <laughs> oh, no. David, David. Oh, my eyes. That is, uh, I don't know what that is. I'll just remove it and uh, go with this one. You're not, you're not oh. going to dodge. You're not, David, I'm going to get to you na- next. You're not dodging the question. Now, now I want an answer, Ariel. How much money would you want to be paid from every per person, you know, that watches you regularly just to have you do a stream in your underwear? And it's a what if. It doesn't mean mean you're gonna do it. We're not. You're not saying you you you're gonna do it because we're telling you to. No, it's a what if scenario. Like, how much money would you want to be paid from every person that you know that watches you regularly? 
I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I never did a. I never did a show with my freaking underwear. Nobody want to see that. Hundred, hundred fifty, or two hundred? Because I was a hundred. Uh, Brandon's a hundred fifty, and he's two hundred. How he's much? He's asking me. Thank you very much. You ready to go? Go two hundred as well. So yeah, would you want to make two hundred, or would you want to double it? I don't know. I'll pro I don't know. Probably just. Probably just a hundred bucks. I mean, why, why would anyone want to see my underwear? I mean, unless if I'm doing that as a joke, that's fine. <laughs> well, the thing is, unless if you're gonna, if you are gonna do it as a joke, then you'd rather be paid for it and not do it for free because sacrificing your own, you know, humiliation has to be paid for. Hey, Jordy, remember that I showed you the card my two hundred? Look at it in the light. Look at it in the light chat. I you see. take that amount of time five. So now we get to the elf. Now we get to the elephant in the room, and or rather, the widest elephant in the room. So David, how much would you want every per person to pay you if if you had to do a stream in your underwear? Twenty five thousand. Twenty five thousand. That's that's too much. No 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 no. You gotta no. You have to no. It has to be around a hundred mark. It can't My be mind. over. It can't. It can't. It can't be over a thousand, and it can't be be under. You know, under a hundred. So you gotta decide how much would you want to get paid for per person has, that watches you regularly. It has to be under one hundred. No. No, no, under no under a thousand, but oh. uh, but not no. Oh no, okay, not over a thou thousand because that because you can't you know go for a thousand, but you can't go under you know a hundred. So it has to be within the, the hundreds. It's got to be in the hundreds. Between a hundred to okay. one thousand. No, a hundred to nine hundred because that's because that's evenly you know. Nine hundred. Nine hundred. Oh, <laughs> that's interesting. All right, David, you'd be lucky to get twenty-five cents. I, that's what I'm thinking. Especially <laughs> twenty-five cents is like one. It's like five dollars in the nineteen hundred. And plus fifty wrap up with sales and people can be real. Oh, talking yeah. about real money. Uh, all right, Eric. Same question. How much money would you want to get paid for right, every first of all? Oh, first boy. of all, jump here. Bam Marjorie and crack over here. Um the pants falling down thing was an accident. I don't do it on purpose. All right. I don't I don't pull my pants down on purpose. He's triggered. See? See? Yeah. I'm triggered about this whole Speaking thing. Speaking logic. I don't care what limit of money you put me in. All right, $100,000, that's it. You know what that means? Hell freezes over if I want to do anything in my underwear. Except sleep. Hell or freeze. Okay? Hell freezes over. Move on. Next question. Get out. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. You made your point. I can understand. But you say 100000 right? Yeah. Well, that makes you a bigger whore than the rest of us. 
right, speak, let's speak, continue, speak, let's, speaking and coming. Let's, let's, let's continue hey, on. Let's continue on. Hey, wait, wait, wait. You say, hey, common sense. See those coins, you know, pressed together like this? You know me too well. Uh, but anyway. Maybe I'd be lucky if, if American is... Maybe I'll be lucky if I can't understand 20% of what you just said. <laughs> I can't dance on all those people who want to see my underpants and to all these songs. <laughs> but I'm not going to lie. That's actually a good way to have a have an opener. You know, how much would you want to get paid by every per person that watches you regularly just to see you in your underwear doing a stream? And if you guys want to uh, want to do go ahead and do that, you know, um, in the live chat and ask how much would you want to get paid? That's fine. But however, if you're going to do it and answer the question, then you got to go like, like not over 900 and not under 100. I mean, I'm giving Eric a free pass. Cause after all I, I triggered him and I mean, that, that's my fault. So I'll apologize just for being an ass towards him. There is a town in Norway called hell and it did froze over or hell Michigan. <laughs> Hold on. what did you say, Eric? Say thank you, Jordan. I appreciate that. All right, for me, it's yeah, one hundred and fifty. Wow, this is coming from your fellow Canadian, Andrew. I made a mistake, y'all. Stop. <laughs> well, he's the one that started this whole thing. Put the dollar sign before the number. Wait, wait, wait who? Was worse. Game show fan number two thousand one. Uh, Danny started what? this whole thing. No, 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 no. You mean that phrase that he's saying? I made a mistake, y'all. Sorry. No, no, he didn't start that. He's making a reference of uh, episode sixty of Pain and Game podcast. Okay. And yeah, uh, worse, and no draw, not for the American Express card. What's worse, this or Grand Devils? Back tech tech, oh y'all. Anyway, um, has our guest arrived yet, or are we still, you know? Um, I know he uh, sent me a, a photo about the. Uh, He's on, he's, he's on a mobile. Oh. Well, speaking of which. Okay. Oh, Chop's chop good. A royalty on the underwear brand sales lifetime. <laughs> 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 I know he has sent me this, though, for a start to get in the StreamYard link. Hmm. Oh. oh. Oh my god, you know wait. I was gonna say, like, is that is that an alternate version of me or something? Because I feel like he's got a beard, he's got he's got black brown looking hair. I mean, like, am I looking at a doppelganger or something? Monsoon thunderstorm. What's next? Uh, uh, heat and heat. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yeah, it's been Eric. raining all Very week. Good. Very good, Eric. Very good. Heenan Heat. Noel says swing and amazing fans. <laughs> you dick. It's nay, it's nay. The dumpster. Dumpster fire. <laughs> A train wreck dumpster fire. Ugh. Dump cumster. Ooh. I'll watch oh. that later. Ariel discovered something really cool. 
No, it's a, yeah, it's something really cool. It's like a, it's like a lost it's like a lost Nintendo live stream that happened in the nineties. Well, I'll really? check that out later. They, they had live stream in the nineties. They didn't. It's never been heard of in the nineties. Well, actually, there is. Actually, there may have been. No, I think he's right because I mean the internet was already advancing within the nineties, so it's possible that there could have been times where there was a way to you know broadcast you know throughout other you know um, other areas in the yeah, internet. Yeah, but they never called it a live stream back then, though. No, they didn't, but they did call it somewhat of a, of a webcast. Yeah, a webcast. Yeah, a webcast or a web broadcast. There you go. That's right. I forgot about that webcast. Yeah, it was it was called, called a webcast. I remember when I was watching. Well, you know, looking back on Wikipedia for Sunday, oh, Heat, I remember the last. Ep- I remember yeah. the last episodes that you know they did was on a webcast, and they never got a chance to be on Sci-Fi because of WWE ECW. But <laughs> yeah, speak, yeah, speaking of Norway and goblins, this is what Ben sent me. He said, he said uh, Ben when no David when he meets goblins at a strip club. Hey, what, what is this picture? Hang on, what is this? What is this? You know, you know what I think think it is. It'd probably be ghosts and goblins. And you know what, David's <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> uh, hang on, hang on. Let me just turn the brightness on. There you I go. Hope... <laughs> what the what the hell is that? I don't know. That's what Ben sent me. As far as I'm concerned. It, David already and looks it, the part. Or David looks the part for the ghost and goblins part. I mean, he's already as white as a ghost as it is. Yeah, he'd be lucky enough to be in Battletoads. Or Casper. Yeah, and then it also says mm-hmm. David when he beats a goblin at a strip club. <laughs> oh, Ben, I love you, man. Oh, my Jesus, this picture looks even worse. I think we could use some G's right now. Looks like the abomination and oh oh oh! It looks like it almost looked like you know, it looked almost looked like hentai to me. <laughs> I worry about what Ben watches now. Uh. Okay, yeah, the, let's yeah, start the our guest. Oh, good. All righty then, let's All get right. to it. It's uh, oh, the apologies in advance for uh, doing so for the uh, you know, for the sure. delay, but I'll go ahead and get started right here and right now. Well, he is the owner of Chops Cards and Collectibles, a fellow Canadian in Eastern Canada. Where in this interview, we are going to be discussing the series one of the sample pack. And heck, even some wrestling, and of course, where he got started owning a a training card, training card. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome in Mario Duvall. It's the Red Red Podcast, and our very special guest, Mister Mario Duvall. Yeah! Hi guys. Uh, Hello. How are you doing? Oh, hey, Mario. I'm doing pretty good. 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 Uh, one side joke I have to tell you, I need to change that background over there. I'm in my basement, and seriously, I need some improvement down here. <laughs> you know, you know something? Hey, Brandon, 
put just me and him him on, on you know on the on the panel. Just 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 take all of you guys yeah. except for me and him on the panel. Yes. I mean, we'll you're going to be a race of existence. Trust me. <laughs> All right, and one more. The resemblance is uncanny. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, we got the. Well, and the fact that we got beards, we got we got some black shirts and all that. Man, that that is crazy, man. But anyway, I go. Go ahead and add, add everybody else back in. I just wanted to point that out, you know. Oof. I was going to say he looked more like um, Penguin Zero. But it do, but it does but it is really crazy, you know. Some people that when you encounter, you somehow realize that they somewhat look alike, just like you in regards to facial hair and probably hairstyle. Yeah, of course, and uh, the dark hair and the fact that uh, the beard is uh, really similar. But I have a question. I'm, uh, I'm in my mid-30s, and I really have uh, white hair on my beard. Is still the case for you? Yeah, it looks pretty good. I mean, it's good yeah. and trimmed. I mean, I might have to get mine trimmed a little bit, but still. I mean, it is. I mean, it's pretty bizarre, though. Yeah. But anyway, um, Brandon, this is your uh, stick, your booking, so you go ahead and ask the first question, or he could go ahead and explain something that you said yep. you would do, so go ahead. Yep. As a, Of course, thank you, Jordy, for that. As I mentioned on the intro, you are the uh, owner of Chops Cards and Collectibles. So how did you get started with opening up Chops Cards and Collectibles, Mario? Uh the reason is simple and uh, it starts in september 2021 uh, i started collecting trading cards because i know uh, in 10 15 30 years it will be a good legacy for my son who at least i can send them with a profit if i buy it not too high on the cost so i start with pokemon card but once i bought it on the dollar store and my wife told me no don't collect those cards it's already been uh, unwrapped and then they are reselling it so i started to uh, collect uh, western credit cards so at the time you all know that the wwe it was tops uh, and one thing i have uh, noticed with uh, all these cards is when you buy packs you can buy 10 20 30 packs uh, you will notice that you all get the same cards. Uh, you all get the same pictures, almost. And for the autograph, you get one or two when you buy 10, 20 packs. So I said to myself, no, I don't want to invest in that. And seeing that in 30 years, you already get one or two dollars more. So when I make some research on the internet, <clears throat> I've noticed that there's not a lot of indie tra recent trading cards. And I said, that's the kind of uh, trading cards I want to buy. Uh, WWE is cool, but <clears throat> like uh, the Pro Wrestling Guerrilla uh, trading card for uh, the Battle of Los Angeles or all the others are good collectible cards. So I said, okay, I could do that. So uh, I reached all the indie wrestlers that I know. And it's been a while that I'm watching wrestling and following indie wrestlers. So I take the time to explain them what I want to do. So some of them said no, some of them says yes. So then I bought a Photoshop license and I started to, uh, to design trading cards. 
And since November, I decided to start with a series one and another uh, collection. And now I'm uh, with 10,000 packs in production, uh, 50,000 cards in total, over 230 models uh, for uh, 30 wrestlers in total, including the Hall of Famer Gangrel, uh, two guys uh, who's been in AEW. So things doing good for a moment. Uh, the goal is getting stores, uh, that's for sure. So for the moment, uh, that's our uh, here we I am. Um, I don't know what happened to David. Um, did he say something about what happened? Or is he having uh, connection problems? Anything. Probably some internet okay. issues. All right. Well, I got a question. Um, you know, from judging by your accent, I think you may maybe from somewhere, you know, I think you, I think you say you're from Canada, right? But which part yeah. are from Canada? Are, are you from uh, in the province of Quebec? Uh, I'm in French town called Lettuce. So uh, it's uh, like 300 kilometers from uh, Montreal. So, yes, what? I'm French Canadian. So that's uh, kind of obvious. Ah, yeah. what's your, yeah, what's I your, What's your take on, on, you know, the whole thing of being French Canadian of the, you know, everyone else? Like, are they like, you know, people from France that, you know, that, that got themselves to Canada to a certain area or, or what? I mean, what's your take on that? I mean, is it like they come from France to Canada or is it that Canada, you know, learned a language all together in French for their own version? There's a lot of people who's French Canadian decide by themselves to uh, get better in English. But for the rest of Canada, uh, there's uh, French classes that they are doing. So some of them know how to speak French, mostly in Ontario. But uh, for the rest of Canada, uh, it's like the French classes are similar to our own English classes. So we learn shit. Very so nice. Also, yeah. Um, so I'm watching TV in English since I'm four years old. So it's been a while. Uh, and if I want to do business with uh, most of the wrestlers, mostly in US and UK, uh, my English has to be uh, really good. So yeah, it's oh, been a yeah. while. I'm watching TV in English. I'm having, uh, I'm having discussion with people in English. So that's for why I'm getting better and better at gym every day. Hook talk, hooked on phonics be damned. Well, either way, um, hey, Eric, you got a question for him? Yeah, you started collecting cards. Um, do you have, like, a favorite card that stands out from all the cards you've collected? Uh, for the card, I collected none. But for uh, a favorite kind of cards, uh, the Panini one or the Panini Flawless. They are really nice uh, quality of design and uh, how they made the card. And for independent uh, card, uh, PWG, uh, Battle of Los Angeles, they are really nice cards. And most of the other cards, what I've noticed for indie promotion, they're using a free template card. So, example, I've noticed there's a promotion that are using the WCW 1991 uh, trading card frame to make it to their own uh, trading card. So it's common use. A lot of people are doing that. So, and it's getting uh, good sales. So I understand how they do it. So it's easy to do so, but uh, what I've noticed, uh, there's people are doing uh, design for uh, indie wrestlers or athletes. And what they printed, they are really unique. 
So that's one thing that I want to do in the future. So I want to get my own design. So people will, will notice, oh, that's the signature of Chuck Guard, that kind of design. So, All right, cool. Awesome. Um, by the way, um, just so we're clear, Andrew, uh, right under, underneath me, happens to be, um, you know, a Canadian himself. So you guys have one thing in common. So, Andrew, you want to ask him a question? Yes. Since you're from what, Quebec, right? Yeah, the province of Quebec, not the town of Quebec. And I'm I'm right next door next door neighbor job here live in Ontario of course. Yeah, I know. I've been uh, once uh, in Ontario. I, I would like to be on the Amitol Comic Con this year, but I don't think oh. I'm going to make it. All right. So my question is, uh, uh, how long is it going to take to make one card? Uh, to design one card or uh, to design it, print it, and receive it to my home. Anyone, anyone, anyone. Now, design a trading card is between one and three hours. Uh, oh. For a, a custom trading card, uh, we start uh, one, three hours. Then I said, it, I have a print on demand for any wrestler. So if they want a design, uh, they tell me what kind of design they want. Uh, I said, them, I don't copy guys, but you want something similar, I will do it my way. So they are aware of that. So I, I start one design, I show them. If they're satisfied or not, we do some retouch. And then when they're fully satisfied, I print it. When I decide to go to my printer, I go to a print-on-demand trading card. So it's like uh, one half and two months to receive the card. Oh, awesome, awesome. All right, Yuri. Oh, wait, you know what, David? You go ahead since you, you know, spoke. All right, um... What made you want to get into the car business? Uh, one thing that I always say to people uh, when I've noticed they're complaining, and that's one thing that tops uh, are getting over and over, complain about uh, the fans. You have two uh, options. Be a part of the problem, complaining, or be a part of the solution. So what I want to do uh, is... Of course, the goal is to be the biggest independent trading card uh, company. But when I want to start, <coughs> I, said, I want to be an alternative. So now you got the Panini, they are overpriced. So when you get wrestlers in their early days, or guys are all in the edge to get into pro wrestling or mainstream wrestling uh, television. So if I get that guy and I have trading card for them into a deck, they get value over time. So we need to uh, explain to people, hey, the guy that I'm saying, the guy has been on EW Dark, is wrestling with EC3, Braun Strowman, is wrestling with uh, against David Richards, but I have trading card of him. Mm. So you have to understand the fact that over time, over time, and you get uh, in the a uh, contract with WWE or Impact Wrestling or another major promotion, the card I print them, they are limited. They're not over a million pack uh, in, in print. There are 10,000 packs. So the guy who's have it, he has something in value over time. So that's something different instead of major promotion. <clears throat> Very cool. All right, Uriel, your turn. Okay. Um, what would you say is which card do you have you think is like the most valuable? 
Like it's like one of a kind and extremely rare, and you can't find it like anywhere else, like on like Craigslist or um, eBay. Uh, actually, uh, I think it's uh, uh, I, living in Canada. Hockey is really popular, so mm. one card uh, that you have to have is of course a Wayne Gretzky card. So that's mm. kind of card gain value over time because Wayne Gretzky's never been to a scandal. He's still a legend. He'll always be a legend. So if you have a Wayne Gretzky auto uh, graded card, you get ten thousand over the next five years. That's for sure. Ah. All right, it reverts back to you, uh, Brennan. Yeah, and before I answer this question, I actually have a, a like a preview, you know, of what the series one looks like. It shows this. No, the, that's not the series one. That's uh, the print of the man. So. Uh, oh, so I know, the, I know that. I'm just. Okay. I know, yeah. just showing the preview of it there, Mario. Yeah. Hey, but yeah. I but, knew yeah, someone um, was gonna say it. Either I David knew. was gonna say that, or I was gonna say that. It's a me, Mario. You know. Oh, I see. <laughs> but uh, I love the since people, we're gonna be uh, talking about uh, which wrestlers. But yeah. So, which wrestling did you grow up watching there, Mario? Uh, I grew um, my first wrestling match I remember to watch was uh, Bret Hart against The Undertaker. But I grew up in during the Attitude Era, and I don't know how old you all are, but I grew up during the Attitude Era, so I was more WCW guys. So, my favorite at the time, I have to say, at the time, was Goldberg. Ah, the man. Yeah, oh yeah, like a lot of kids, twelve years ago, kids seeing Goldberg having a one seventy three of uh, uh, victory, and uh, we all ate the NWO. But over time, when I'm watching footage of the the pay per view WCW at the time, I noticed one thing: the cruiserweight division was solid, but they never uh, did anything about that. Well, that's because you know they were you know mostly for height you know, to get the crowd going, but they were never utilized as main event players, you know, and I think by the time they closed it down or got bought out by Vince McMahon, it was probably yeah. too late to see if they could have really been main event superstars to actually have their, the Cruiserweight title be main event worthy. Mm. But, um, so yeah, you said, now that you, you said, uh, how long, you know, like, um, You've uh, been what what uh, made you start being a wrestling fan. Um, after WCW got bought out, um, and and then there was always you know no choice but to watch WWF programming then later WWE because obviously both WCW was bought out and ECW was bankrupt and then later had its rights purchased. Which show did you favor the most? Did you favor Raw or SmackDown once they had the brand extension the first time? Uh, during the, uh, when Eddie Guerrero was in during a SmackDown show, uh, I watched more SmackDown with Rod Van Dam, Randy Orton, Eddie Guerrero, Undertaker, Batista, Ray. So they have more wrestler that I appreciate instead of Raw because at the time, maybe a year or two later, Evolution came down, and I never liked uh, that faction. I never liked how the Triple H got all the main event spot. So yeah. for a while, I decided to stop watching WWE. 
then between 2004 and 2006, uh, I've noticed that uh, Impact Wrestling at uh, the time TNA was growing a little bit, but it was hard for me in Canada to watch it because I didn't know how to uh, watch a show. Instead of paying it, I wasn't unable to watch it. So, uh, yeah. I yeah. I found a way in 2005, 2006, and Kurt Angle came to Impact Wrestling at the time. And then I say, okay, this is the promotion now I want to watch. Because Kurt Angle was, you know, legit one of the greatest, you know, in-ring athletes of his time, you know, and I, I, I don't blame you. However, yeah. however, I would have to ask you, do you think, like, it should have stayed TNA along with its six-sided ring and everything? Because it's I got... I was a huge fan of this six-sided ring. Yeah, I was there, too. And, of course, now they have to capitalize on that. Once one or two pay per view, they bring back the six tired ring or the lockdown, the original lockdown uh, pay per view. So, a lot of guys don't like that, but a lot of the guys in Impact Wrestling, I mean, they know how to use it uh, to their advantage. And to get a triple threat match uh, to a six tired uh, ring, that's awesome. Not to mention, you know, six side uh, ring, it gives you more, you know, maneuver you know, and more room. I mean, sure, it's nothing like the traditional square, you know, but I would say if I'm going to have a wrestling company, the first thing I'm going to do is have a six-sided ring because I want to make myself different than the traditional, you know, four-sided, you know, squared circle. Yeah, that's uh, one reason that I decided to, to watch Impact Wrestling at the time. And, I mean, the roster they have, uh, it was incredible. And I always say to people, you want to see a perfect version of cardio? Watch Samoa Joe in action during his prime. That man was a machine oh, cardio. Oh yeah, I love those days with Samoa Joe and TNA. I don't yeah. know if you, I don't know if you noticed, but the show, uh, our show here, we have the R and R logo that looks just like the TNA logo from two thousand three to two thousand and seven or eight or nine, whatever you want to prefer, because that's pretty much you know the time when we liked, you know, TNA as it was, but it's mostly to pay tribute, but it's also a per personal customization of our own logo for the show. Yeah, I've noticed it. And uh, actually, uh, a lot of people will be surprised at that, but between the AEW pay-per-view, WW pay-per-view, and Impact Wrestling pay-per-view, I still watch Impact Wrestling. Or I still prefer Impact Wrestling. How they build the match, how they get quality matches, They'll have nine matches during the pay-per-view. They don't have uh, always high spot on the pay-per-view. They got good balance on each match. And a lot of time, the women's matches are great. Yeah. Anyway, um, Erica, do you have a question to ask him? I will I mean, I'll let myself get skipped if, uh, you know, once we get back around, you know, because I asked him two questions. Um. Is there a specific wrestler you want to do a card for? Actually, uh, a specific wrestler that I want a card. Uh, want to I make mean, a card I, for? I, I want to make a card for, uh, of course, Kurt Angle. Uh, that's one. Uh, yeah. But an indie wrestler or a non-signed wrestler, um, I would say Davey Richards. Ah, cool. Yeah, yeah. have the American Wolves. I could yeah. I mean, I would like to sign Johnny Gargano, but at this point, uh, I mean, you have to understand one thing. 
most of the indie restaurant, uh, the way I work is simple. Mm. When I reach an indie restaurant, I say, hey, uh, do you want to be example for the city one? I explain what it is. So I give royalty to restaurant for each card sold. So they know how many cards there are printed, how many cards will be sold. So mm. they know uh, how the cut they're going to have. But for bigger stars, like former WWE Impact Wrestling, all of that, mm. or uh, a few of indie wrestlers, they're asking up front. So, example, they're asking 5K. So I said, no, I don't have 5K to get, and I don't even know if uh, I'm going to sell all of the card because I got your name. So I have to think about it. Uh, maybe in the Series 2, where I'm considering with the sell of the Series 1 and all the revenues that will be gone for the next year. So okay. that's something we are considering. All right, cool. Awesome. All right, Andrew, you got a question? Um, I'm trying to figure out a question in my mind already. Um, who is your favorite wrestler, current or past, that you like? Uh, I mean, actually, there's a there's a lot of wrestlers that I really consider great. Uh, of course, Kurt Angle during his prime was all time great wrestler. Uh, AJ Styles for a long time. AJ Styles. Now AJ Styles is doing his job. We can say it like that. He show up, he's doing his job, he's doing the best he can, but he knows that he's getting older. So you don't do a lot of monkey spots if you don't have to do it. So he's thinking a lot about what I have to do, how I have to do it. So he's going to hurt me or not. So he's thinking for the long term. So there's no maybe five or six years uh, that the Kurt Angle will still wrestle. So plus his neck screwed up too. Yeah. Um, uh, David. Okay, I was gonna go to you, David. Go ahead. Um, besides wrestling, what other sports do you like to watch? Uh, UFC, uh, boxing. Uh, in the, the five sports. Uh, I watched hockey for a long time. I have to say, after, maybe a lot of you maybe don't know that, but the, the lockout in 2004, I started watching hockey for a yeah. long time. Maybe all uh, the matches for for the abs, even the other things. Uh, I always say that the guys uh, at NBC for the Detroit Guardians, you sleep good when you're watching them. Hmm. And uh, when for the sports, oh yeah, I like to, uh, to watch uh, tennis, a lot of tennis. Nice. You know, if I may add this, when I was looking, you know, doing some, you know, um, like a rabbit hole, you know, digging, I was looking for something on, you know, the internet regarding the, the first UFC pay-per-view event, which started the whole, you know, thing. And then when I first watched it, it was a little different than what you see now with, you know, the MMA, you know, type of thing, because with the gloves and the, and the, sh and the shorts and barefoot or, or maybe, um, kick pads, whatever you want to prefer. But when you, when back then, back during the nineties, when they were just starting, it was a whole different concept where any kind of, you know, combat was acceptable like you know taekwondo karate or anything you know and i thought that was pretty something but i did notice that there were some things kind of wrong with the format when they tried to keep 
you know, because some of them kept getting injured too much, and that's why they stick to the whole MMA type of deal now. Yeah, well, I watch a lot of the UFC uh, fight uh, for a kind of a long time, so I know what you're talking about. For uh, when Ken Shamrock came in, or the Warriors yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, I know. So uh, it was a slugfest. They're, they're punching each other in, uh, until the guy falls down and he's got knocked out. For so that's not. It was almost it was almost like watching boxing in, inside of a of an octagon like steel cage. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. And I think something changed that is the, the fight between Forrest Griffin and um, Forrest Griffin and what's the other guy's name? Uh, um, a- uh, Anderson Stephen Silva. Stephen Bonner. Stephen Bonner. Oh. Yeah, that fight, uh, we've uh, noticed the people that, okay, yeah, the guy can uh, beat the hell of each other, but the guy can do jujitsu at the same time. Forrest Griffin. It's really underrated about this jiu-jitsu, but he was doing it during the fight. And well, people say, that guy knows how to do that. And then BG Penn came in, GSP came in, Matt Serra came in. And they noticed, no, they are fucking athletes. They're not just guys from the bar who fight each other. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you're, you're, you got a question for him? Sure. Um is there like a card that um, you think is like the most valuable, like it costs like a fortune that, but you just always wanted to have? Uh, I have to say, uh, actually, the one card that I want to have uh, in wrestling uh, mostly is uh, either Kenny Omega uh, Leaf uh, uh. wrestling trading card. Uh, when I start collecting, I have the choice. Top's trading card or a Leaf trading card? And when I watch all the Leaf uh, cards, I've noticed one thing. Over the years, they never improved their design. They stick to the same model. And when I want to purchase a box, I've noticed there's not a lot of cards. And there's a lot of wrestlers that I don't want to collect his card. I mean, mm. for all due respect, I don't want to boss my own uh, auto card uh, for Leaf. But I'm not going to pay $325 a box to get his own card, so. Ah. All right. It reverts back to Brandon. Um, uh, while you're um, go ahead with the, asking the question, um, you can uh, pass it down to, you know, Eric, because I only asked two questions of him, so I'll be right back, yeah. all right? Yeah. All right, yeah, absolutely. So, as mentioned, though, with, if they want to get contact with you, you know, having a, a training card, uh, for, say, as mentioned, a wrestler or, heck, even a podcast, how could they get a hold of you, uh, Mario? So, uh, people can reach, find me on uh, Instagram, mostly Facebook. And what I do is uh, mostly I contact them. So, I, I've seen there's a wrestling promotion or indie wrestlers. So, I say, I, I'm going to buy my uh, crew of uh, my professional uh, IG. So I am present myself, my ritual. I do trading card. Uh, I can get a deal with you if you want. I'm going to explain it to you. Or when you get a deal, it's free. So they know that they have to, uh, to pay nothing about all the service. So they include the design. Sometimes I make exclusive design for the wrestler. So I send card to them and I sell it online, uh, like five or 10 only. And other time, People say, no, I'm not interested in that. But uh, how much is cost to, uh, to buy cards from you? 
So I have a list price, so people know uh, are aware that how much I charge. And people are not noticing that. But the fact that I'm Canadian, I cannot charge in USD because my PayPal is in Canadian currency. So for uh, someone who's in the US, it's cheaper to buy from a Canadian guy. All right. Eric. I'm trying to think of a good question here. Um, and, All right. and by the way, a little uh, Mario, don't feel bad about the basement background. I too have a basement, but that's going to change in a few days, in a, in a couple of weeks or so. But um, do you, um, hmm. uh, shoot, my mind's drawing a blank at this moment. Um, do you, um, you collect any other cards besides Pokemon and wrestling cards? And If I collect other cards? Like, do you collect other cards? Yeah, of course. Uh, I have a lot of NBA hoops. Uh, I love a lot of Leaf uh, football auto cards. Uh, I'm going to a store that they are selling individual cards. So I take a look. Okay, there's a good player there. So mm -hmm. I know uh, I have uh, a lot of women hockey cards. Surprisingly, oh. I love women hockey. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, that's cool. So, so yeah, I collect uh, really uh, different kind of cards. Uh, that uh, I know the player. Uh, I know it gets value over time. I know if we, if you know hockey, if you're a fault liner or an enforcer, your, your card will not getting any value over time. But mm -hmm. when I uh, pick the card, I'm nice. Oh, there's a Wayne Gretzky card. There's a Mario Lemieux card. I pick mm -hmm. them. One dollar, two dollars is gonna gain value over time. Yeah. Oh, all right. All right. So, All right, oh, Andrew. Okay. Hmm? You're up on your question. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, what is your favorite uh, hockey team since you like hockey? Uh, actually, my favorite hockey team. Um, oh my god, it's been a while that I haven't watched hockey. So uh, for a long time, uh, I like uh, the Columbus Blue Jacket. I mean. I'm a fan of the Canadian Montreal. I mean, th this is the local thing. So, uh, but actually, you, uh, if you know a little bit of hockey, they, uh, they're not really winning these days. So, you're looking for a hockey, other hockey thing. I think uh, Pittsburgh is one of the best things with what they have, actually. And Edmonton needs to win a Stanley Cup over time. That's for sure. With the thing they have, actually, they need to increase one defenseman or uh, one other goalie, and then they are seriously a pretender to the Stanley Cup. So, yeah, I, w I wish I want to see any Canadian team win the Stanley Cup. We, we almost tried it last time, but we, we, we almost got it. We almost got it. We almost got it. Yeah, but uh, you know, one, one time or another, if the injury is coming too hard, don't try it too much. I mean, yeah. When you know you're going to the finals and your best guy is injured, your best defenseman is injured, you said the coach, coach, damn, no. If you're going to seven matches, we're not going to the next season. So what's going to work? So there's a lot of things they're doing it, but it costs a lot of money and they're not going to any playoff for the next two, three, four years. All right. All right. Don't know what happened to David, but um, mm -hmm. dude, um, you're sounding muffled. Like 
your sound muffled. Like we could barely hear you. I have a for you guys. I mean, uh, you all know you all which uh, watching wrestling, right? Yes. Oh yeah. So uh, since Triple H is uh, on the creative team, are you really notice a difference for the Raw show, or are you saying, yeah, it's the same, but a little bit more? It's it's a big difference. We saw a lot of returning superstars uh, in the WWE carrying Cross on SmackDown along mm-hmm. with Scarlett. Uh, Dexter Loomis has been running around on Raw, and now we got recently hit Row return last week on SmackDown. So it has been a big difference, and uh, maybe a big, huge, humongous change to an NXT with some of the NXT UK stars invading NXT 2.0 as well. So because and because of the fact that rumor has that NXT UK is going to be shutting down in exchange for NXT Europe that's going to happen next year. So there has been a big, humongous change since Triple H became head of creative. Yeah, and I watched the last uh, Raw show, and I've noticed that uh, I watched the uh, Drew McIntyre and Kevin Owens, and I don't know if I remember, I think it was 20 minutes of airtime? Yeah. I mean, the last time we've seen a regular March match of 20 minutes, I think, I don't can't remember uh, when, seriously. I mean, no storyline, just two guys having wrestling match 20 minutes. Mm. Try to remember the last time you, uh, you watched that. It was, you know, there were a lot of great matches out there. Seriously, it was. Yeah, just, yeah, it's been uh, way too and, much. And guys. even the, the women are getting uh, in showcase more. Um, also, because we had uh, SummerSlam was like the first post Vince uh, uh, pay per view uh, yep. live event, and you saw Bailey return with uh, Dakota Kai and Io Shirai now going by Io Sky, and that adds a lot. You know. Well, then uh, Becky Lynch has got hurt, um, shoulder injury, so she'll be out for a while. But Bianca Belair's holding it down, but you got Oscar and Alexa Bliss stepping up and everything else. So um, you're going to see a lot more improvement with Triple H in charge. So uh, we don't know who's going to come back, who's next person to return, or, or what's going to happen. But it's been fun, predictable so far, and it's been great. My yeah. You, hey, uh, Brian, you can go ahead and answer uh, what's your take on, you know, the changes made within WWE programming. I'll go after you if yeah. you want. You know, as a as Eric said, though, I mean, big, huge improvement, though, since Triple H was in t- charge with uh, creative and all that. So I was like, you know, Dexter Loomis, I did not expect for him to show up. Same with Karrion Cross with Scarlet. Hit Row as well. I mean, a lot of – I mean, they're doing much better with the ratings right now since all that happened. But I will say, though, I mean, it's a good start for them, you know. Hopefully, to, they can improve by that, you know, for the time being, you know, with both Raw and SmackDown, probably NXT as well. But, again, only time will tell on that. Yeah, I think something positive will come. Uh, I, I read that a couple of times, and I hope it will be true. Uh, at the next pay-per-view, uh, Roman will drop one of the two titles he's owning. And I hope it's going to happen. If, maybe not the next pay- this pay-per-view, but at least the next. So that will mean that Raw will get their own uh, title. And then it will be more interesting at this point. Mm. Yeah. Let me, let me see here for a second here. Um, okay, no, not that one. That was... Recently, let me see. All right. <clears throat> um, 
I have a question here. Yep. Uh, Who's um, that? <laughs> that was that was his. Oh well, um, can I? Well, I I gotta answer something before you do, okay? Um, okay. The thing is, when I was watching Raw, I think it was on August first. I would believe. Let's see if that's the right date. Yeah, August first. Um, Raw was Monday night. Yeah, and I think no, that oh, I think that was the aftermath of uh of SummerSlam. Yeah, hold on, I have to go back a little further. I think it's got to be. Is it the one on July twenty fifth? The, the week yeah, before the week before ride, uh, week before. Yeah, Madison Square Garden. Okay. Yeah. So we yep. have the new era because it had you know, like Triple H in charge. You know, well before they put him in charge. But then the week after that, it was like as if they showcased wrestling, wrestling, and more wrestling on Raw. And not going to lie, it's like as if they're trying to trim down, you know, lesser segments and more wrestling. And that's the whole point of, you know, to watch the the product. Because I'd rather watch professional wrestling, you know, like see it create the storyline within the ring instead of wasting 20 minutes of airtime of just talking on a microphone. Even if you are good at owning somebody, I still prefer watching, you know, a combat of, you know, somewhat of a sport entertainment-like thing in front of me rather than seeing people just talk, you know, enough airtime away from, you know, the show and take away more action. Yeah. That's, that's what right. I've also that's noticed with the sure. changes. I mean- you can have a great match and then start the storyline. Like if you want a storyline on the mic, six minutes is good for both of them. I mean, six minutes total airtime. You talk. Can you say something? I mean, one of the best promo actually was still uh, the Miz and Daniel Bryan. One of the best promo on. Sorry, air. To, sorry about that, Brian. So you had to say, okay, oh, I can get the. Are you talking about smack uh, talking talk, talking smack? Yeah, I'm talking about this one, the Demis and Daniel Bryan. I mean, what, yeah. what a great bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I think people want to still watch that. I mean, passion, and there's a lot of guys, they're talking, and I say, no, you're boring to hear. So, I mean, get your ass kicked or get the hell out of there. So. Yeah. Okay, and, uh, Go ahead, David. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Oh, um, so, uh, as we, everybody knows, the uh, Expos uh, moved to D.C. Uh, did you watch any of those you know, Expos uh, baseball games back in the day before they moved to D.C.? Baseball game, you mean? Yeah, on the uh, Expos. Uh, the Expos, no, I was too young when uh, the Expos were sold or uh, to watch uh, Expos game. And I never was a huge fan of baseball. Uh, the only game that I'm watching are the All-Star game. Maybe one oh, or yeah. two games when I'm going to my father-in-law. But, <laughs> yeah, he's watching baseball, so I'm watching baseball. <laughs> All right. Uh, who's Euro, you're next. All right. Okay. So, um, if one wants to uh, start like like card collecting, what what advice would you give them? 
What do you mean? Like, um, if someone wants to, if someone wants to start their own, like, um, card collections, um, what advice would you give them? Uh, the best advice I uh, would give them is for when you start, uh, buy a card uh, with the the quantity. So, you example, buy a pack of cards like the tops uh, Slam Attacks, and then you will notice if you like uh, that kind of card. Because if you start to go on marketplace on Facebook. Uh, you, you will be discouraged and you will not uh, get any there because people are selling them or uh, sometimes they're overselling the price. And so you have to buy in store to start. And then you need to, uh, if you buy, to buy, you want to buy from someone, ask someone else to vouch. That's the best advice. Mm. So if you're not sure, ask someone else that you trust, he knows about collecting, make some good friends, good contact, and say, hey, is it trustworthy? If you say yes, if you say I'm not sure, don't do the transaction. So that will be the best for you. All right, Brennan. Um, by the way, how much time do we have? Uh. I think we still have some, a little bit of time. So I think I'm pretty good on my questions there, Jordy. Okay. Um, well, any, anybody else on the panel have any more questions for Mario or what? No, not, not, not on my part. No, I, I'm good. I'm good. All right. Okay. Well, I'll ask him, I'll ask him one more question before yep. we, you know, get, get into the advertisements and then get to our topics, you know, so we can close the show. Um, so, I just noticed one of my, my cats were in my background, you know, while I'm watching my TV, watching the stream. Um, yeah. I want that cat. How many cats you have? I got three. Um, I got three also cats and one puppy. Oh, I only got two dogs. Well, I got two dogs as well. Just, uh, you know, I mean, I think cats can be a little bit more quieter unless, of course, they're, you know, having, you know, puberty. But... You know, yeah. Um, now regarding you know uh, professional wrestling, um, what do you see going forward for both the WWE and AEW? Considering that we could be seeing unification of the brand, brand extension coming to a close because it's obvious AEW's competition. So, what do you see for both companies as a whole, and not counting ROH? I mean, ROH can be a, be a threat if it wants to, but still. I think the most important thing to AEW is still to keep the same spirit they have at the beginning. So the fans of AEW like AEW for the roster and that the kind of roster they have. Uh, I mean, it will, will, uh, will not worth anything if you try to sign Goldberg to AEW. I mean, what's going to change for them? So yeah, they have to be careful who, what they, who they sign and why they sign it so and of course uh build stars uh what i've noticed is uh, in the, the women division and i i wrote that to someone for the women division they have to do two things the first one keep the main star that you already have but add someone else to uh, to improve their game so you have someone that they already have is notoriety and then Build new wrestler that you get airtime. So you get Jake Cargill. You need to find someone that's going to make lose uh, or win to Jake Cargill. 
but you have to build that for uh, for that woman and then you uh, you need to build uh, uh, what you have to do is you make them for this we give them our air time to the veteran and then you tell them what to improve and how to improve it and in one year if you try that to six women you already get one is going to be a major star yeah because and that's not in the women's division. That's another thing. But the tag team division is another thing they need to improve, you know, desperately because ever since the company was founded and they started, you know, back in 2019 and then they had their TV deal, you know, starting in October of 2019, I've noticed that a majority of matches have always been focused on the single championships rather than the, you know, the tag team division or the women's division. Like they got like they give lesser times to actual tag teams with actual team names and they always keep forming up factions just to keep the you know, keep things going. I'm like, okay, that's fine, but then again you gotta like let some people be by themselves, you know, and let them grow. And there's yeah. more tag team division and women's matches on the AEW Dark and Dark Elevation shows than there is on a- AEW Dynamite and Rampage. It's it's become maddening the fact that you have Tony Khan who has a deal with TBS and TNT that he can't, you know, book a show that doesn't have more than one tag team division match and more than one women's division match. And he's got more focused on singles titles like the AEW world title or the AEW uh, TNT title. Yes. And uh, one thing that I've noticed uh, that they need to change, I think right now, uh, when they purchase a ring of honor, they need to keep the Ring of Honor where they were located with the same fan base and then give them a platform like Fight. But AEW get a cut on the, the pay-per-view sales. So you're not getting a Ring of Honor match on AEW stage. You need to get Ring of Honor match on Ring of Honor stage with Ring of Honor fans. Yeah. AEW fans. Yeah, because, you know, Ring of Honor, it needs its own programming, you know, because... I mean, we do know the original programming they have is done for. Now they got to figure out and they, they got to make a new programming, probably one with a name, you know, that could probably be on a weekly basis. I think they'll be on True TV because that's the only one left they have, you know, regarding to something sports related. But then again, I can't be too sure of that. But on the other hand, all I know is that if they're going to rebuild Ring of Honor, they need to rebuild it with actual, you know, Ring of Honor fans that are faithful to the once great company rather than just build it on AEW. Cause seeing ROH titles to fit on AEW is kind of like, you know, watching a foreign film, but, in, but even though you can't understand the language still, it's, you know, it's kind of, you know, odd. You're seeing this movie and you can't understand the language. That's what it is yeah. to me. Watching, watching ROH compete on AEW programming is like foreign to me. <clears throat> yeah, I, and I, uh, I watch a lot of uh, Ring of Honor match uh, when uh, Kevin Owens and Zemi uh, Zayn were there, the American Wolf, uh, the Young Buck when they, are, uh, they were young. And I know uh, what kind of matches that we expect within Ring of Honor. And I was a huge fan at the time. Now, when I watch the last pay-per-view, I said, okay, it's, it's like watching AEW because I'm watching an AEW show with a different name that... That's how I feel. That's kind of like what Sebu said about WECW. You know, when they yeah. brought back ECW, it was it was still WWE except with the letters changed. I can understand yeah. where you're coming from. Yeah, mm-hmm. I watched that part of ECW and I was like, oh my god. Uh, uh, 
I never watch uh, the the first ECW matches. I never watch a pay per view because I was unable to watch it on cable at the time uh, when I was young. Yeah. But anyway, I think that's all the questions we have. Um, but yeah, good luck with all those cards, man. And Thanks. hopefully, we'll have you have you in the future, you know, for a future episode. Yep. Hey, thanks to all of you guys. And yeah, thank I, you. Uh, seriously, that was good talking to all of you. Uh, I'm kind of surprised because I thought at the first time that you will be four, not seven guys talking to me. I was like, who's I'm watching right now? <laughs> uh, it's, it's format. What do you expect? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know. That's normal. Yep. So have a great evening, and I hope to talk to you all of you guys soon. And I'm gonna watch uh, some shows when I get some times. All right, man. You all take right, it cool. easy then. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Have a great evening. How do I stop that? Yep. That is Mario Duvall, ladies and gentlemen. Awesome interview. Great guy. Uh, great mind. Now, as far as I'm concerned. Um, we'll probably, you know, go ahead and get the advertisements out of the way and then we'll do our topics real quick before we t hit the two hour mark. So let's go ahead and hit <clears> the <throat> commercial. Yeah, that'll work. So with that, uh, quick one, uh, the <clears throat> usual, the, uh, shoot with Jesse Carr, James Bernard Jr., the 25 and the Scorpion Death Drop. We'll get to our one topic after those advertisements and we'll be back. Let's. What's going on, Rant and Rave listeners? Do you like listening to wrestling interviews? Well, you're going to be going to the right place. Come check out my podcast, The Pro Wrestling Shoot, with your host, Jesse Carter, where we do interviews with pro wrestlers, music guests, reviews of current product, and reviews of old product. If you like listening about wrestling, you'll love listening to my show. Come check us out and give us a follow on Facebook at The Pro Wrestling Shoot, Instagram at The Pro Wrestling Shoot, on Twitter you can follow me at Carter Inc., C-A-R-D-E-R-I-N-C. -E and then we're also going to be doing some live streams on Twitch and YouTube shortly. You can follow us on there at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Go ahead and go over there and give us a subscribe so that way that you know when we're going to be dropping content. You'll be notified right away and you can get started on the action. Come on over to Anchor.fm to follow the podcast, the Pro Wrestling Shoot. You can also catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Anywhere you get your podcast, it's available everywhere. Come check us out. All right, let's get back to what's more important, and that's the Rant and Rave podcast. Are you bored? Are you looking for a YouTube channel that features the best game shows created on YouTube? Are you looking for entertaining TV shows and live streams all created by Alex Paris? The 25 has your answer. We feature the game shows. We feature the most entertaining TV shows. And we have some awesome live streams for you to enjoy. All created by Alex Paris and his wonderful staff. The 25 KAPR TV only on YouTube. Are you looking for a channel that has viewpoints you always wanted to say, but were hesitant to say? A channel that does not support censorship from big tech monopolies and promotes free speech even what's said is controversial, 
A community that will make you feel like you're part of an actual brotherhood instead of just a number that will be tossed aside at any given time for any rhyme or reason. A YouTuber that does not give a damn what others think of him and will stick to his morals, regardless of the consequences. And a YouTuber that will help out smaller channels that the higher-ups at YouTube has long since abandoned. And a YouTuber that will give you the voice and a platform if you are not given one. If any of these apply to you, subscribe to the Scorpion Death Drop, aka Liam Colavera. The content there ranges from rant videos, live streams, open forums, and other upcoming content to enjoy. Scorpion Death Drop, real rants, no sugar coating, no bullshit. Subscribe for daily content. You can follow Liam Colavera on Facebook and on Twitter at templarking underscore as DD. And other social medias will be linked in the description of every upload so you don't miss out on all the action. Leon Colavera K.A. The Scorpion Death Drop. Subscribe and join the Crow Templars today. And now back to our hosts, the Rant and Rave Podcast. Alright, thank you very much to everybody as we are back again for episode 149 of the Rant and Rave Podcast. And with that... We now get into the usual one topic from each of us on this panel alone. Okay, so hello, Dominic Williams. Uh, good to see you on here. Um, you know, I'm surprised there were like eight people watching, and yet we didn't have that much commentary or comments. I mean, like, just kind of weird. But anyway, yeah. Um, I mean, come on, guys. I mean, you guys can interact on the show while we're talking to a guy. I mean, like, it's not that big of a deal, but. Um, no, Art, don't. Don't worry, guys. I'm back. I'm not dead. If people are concerned that I'm done with the show, don't worry. I was really sick, but I'm back. Looks like the storm wasn't too bad. Oh, so everybody was okay. Well, anyway, um, yeah, it was cloudy. It's cloudy right now. Since since Uriel came back, uh, we'll let him be the main event tonight. Oh. And hopefully we'll get things wrapped up before we hit the two-hour mark, so no yeah. dicking around. Um, I'll go ahead and go first. Um, I want you guys to know that in the coming future, I think we've already discussed this before on air and probably behind the scenes, me and Uriel, we are going to be watching. Yeah, rightfully so. Um, yeah. The fact that, you know, me and Uriel, we've been playing this ahead ever since before, you know, um, the uh, before it's about to be released tomorrow. Um, yeah. Dragon Ball Super, uh, the movie, Superhero, will be released in the English dub of Funimation tomorrow. Now, I'm going to go to my It will local... be released. It's gonna, it is going to be released both in dub and subtitled. So, yeah, what I'm going to, what me and, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to watch it you know, at the Big E Entertainment area, you know, in Gaffney. So that way, you know, and I think it'll be, um, I think I'm going to go to the 12 o'clock starting because I looked at the, looked at where the start times are. So wherever, you know, happens, it happens. I don't expect me and Ural to watch it simultaneously of our different times, but at least. Yeah, and I'm thinking it's going to work that way. But at least we'll, but at least we'll watch the movie as the same day it comes out. And hopefully I'll be back home in time, you know, to get my usual stuff done, what I do around here. And then, you know, for a chill majority at 7.55 and 
also the Rampage live reaction at 10 o'clock as usual start time. No, now, I uh, let me let me finish before you go ahead. The fact of the matter is, me and Uriel, we've been planning this for the last three yeah. months, and I've been waiting patiently, you know, for this release, and I'm not going to miss this out, you know. So if you guys are interested in watching this movie, go to your local theater because it's released in theaters, you know, um, everywhere tomorrow, and that is um, Dragon Ball Super Superhero. And yeah, so expect me and uh, Uriel to be the first ones to watch it in our neck of the woods. Him and uh, uh, El, Paso, uh, El Paso, Texas, while me and my case, Gaffney, South Carolina. So with that being said, um, yeah, and yes, we will be hitting 150 next week. And I'm I'm really proud of the results I'm, we've been I'm able to we're, I'm I'm proud of the result of the fruit of our labor we have been producing ever since you know October of 2019, but that's all I really got to say for my first topic. Now I will now I now all I'm gonna say is we're not gonna give like our thoughts on the movie just just yet. We're we're gonna do like a double review of both superhero and Broly on anniversary three. Yes, that's the plan, and that and that's why we've been you know going for. Now, anniversary will happen in two months. Now, I know all of you... My birthday made, month. And I know a lot of you will be kind of disappointed that we're not going to do a, do a review of it next week. But the thing is, anniversary is going to be more special than the 150th episode, if I'm being completely honest. Because, That's true. So, yes, 150 is a milestone, but anniversary will be a lot more special. Trust me. Plus, I think, plus, I think during that time, I think like the Blu-ray and DVD will be released. Or probably yes. the 4K. Yes, and that will give a lot of people time to watch the movie, you know, if they didn't get the chance to see it in theaters. Now, I know many people might say, I don't think it's going to be released. I don't, I don't think it might have a physical media because it's now, well, technically, well, Funimation is now part of um, Crunchyroll and it's just going to be like a, <laughs> kind of like what Disney Plus is doing with like, like, um, like streaming service exclusives. But I think it will get a, I think it will get a DVD release since, since Pixar has been releasing like DVDs and Blu-rays, even though like some of them are like are like Disney Plus exclusives. But anyway, that's all there is to it for the first topic from me. Um, uh, Andrew, you're next. Before I give him my topic, I apologize. I had to take care of this phone call. My mother called me, so I'll just apologize for that. Is she that's okay? Anyways, my topic. Hey, hey, are... hey, Andrew. Andrew, is she okay? No, no, no! It's my mother called me about the. I'm getting upgrade my Roger. Yeah, I gotta make a call. I'm just getting upgrade my Roger. That's all. Oh, okay. My my internet and my my cable. That's all. All right. That's all I need. Because I only got to text. That's all. Anyways, how many? How many? You, and and according to live chat, who currently subscribe to Paramount Paramount Plus? I know my parents are. I'm well. Well, this will surprise when I read this news news article. This will surprise everyone. Walmart Incorporated. How many shop at Walmart? How many shop at Walmart? I use a shop at Walmart. Well, yeah. Walmart Incorporated said Monday had a signed a deal with Paramount Global to offer an entertainment company streaming service as a as a perk to subscribers mm -hmm. to a discounters. Shipping subscription service 
And of course, this the move in a part effect affects efforts by a nation's largest retailer by complete by Amazon's Prime membership program, which offers a array of perks. So that means Paramount Plus, in if you're on an essential plan, will now become in September next month will be Walmart Plus. Walmart Plus. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Next next yeah. month. Next month it will be changed to Walmart Plus. Is it like an online streaming service for cost? Uh, if you are on the, uh, it costs twelve ninety five for a month or almost a hundred dollars a year for joining that streaming service for Walmart Plus. And of course, it's a cost, different cost when you pay for Amazon Prime membership. Costs almost fifteen dollars a month or one hundred thirty nine a year. So my question is: Is this gonna be cost? It's gonna be waste of money for Walmart Plus. They make us gift cards. Hundred dollars right. per year. Go, go ahead. ahead. I'll let Eric go first. I, I'm so, just saying I'll, they better give us gift cards for that. I remember Sears. I say, yeah. All right. So do I. All right. All right. You're, all right. What do you think, Jordan? I was going to say, if it's $100 per year, as long as it's, you know, not more than $100, I'd say go for it because $100 can be a little bit, you know, easy to make. But as far as, you know, everything else, I'm, I just hope it doesn't raise the price up too high, higher than that. All right. What do you think, Brandon? I mean, I would say the 100 bucks a year, though, would be great. But if, again, if it's just too high of a price, then, again, it's won't be good for anyone. But I will say, though, if it's a good deal, I go for it. But if, oh, man, I would say, uh, you know, I'll just say it. Unless if it's a good deal, then you go for it. But if not, then. You, uh, that was like, like like a little waste of money on that one, right? Yeah, basically. All right, you got a good point, point though. All right, all right, Abara. Uh, I mean, I don't really care. I mean, I almost when I hear when I hear Walmart, I just go shopping. I don't think of the whole <laughs> like casting. So, so you stick with the shopping, but not the streaming service, right? Yeah, let's put it that way. You right, know what? I think, I, I, I think I'm with Yuri <laughs> on that one. All right, David. David, what do you think about the Walmart Plus streaming services? Eh, I'd rather just go regular shopping. Thank you. All right. Yeah, I will definitely go because I shop at Walmart, and I'll definitely I agree with with David and Jordy and I and I borrow. I'll definitely go shopping that instead of get the streaming service. So that's the end of my topic, and then who's next? Brandon, you're man. Brandon, take away. All right. Uh, before I get into my topic, though, I don't want to take too much time. Where uh, my where we interviewed Mario earlier on the show, where the bomb right corner, which right now uh, you Uriel, you look like in this one a uh, Danny Pudi. Danny Pudi. Yeah, actually, let me uh, show you this there, Uriel. I'm interested. I'm curious. 
Jesus. Oh, oh my God. That is oh. scary. Yeah. It's my, I have found my second celebrity twin. What a twist. Romy told me, Romy, Romy told me I look like um, Jimmy Silverfly Snuka and then this. Uh, thank you, David. And thank you, David. The more you know. <laughs> oh, Wait, man. what's his name? It's uh, Danny Pudi. That's uh, P U D I. Pudi. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He had a Pudi. Come on here, Gerald. He had a Pudi. Surprising. <laughs> The day he has uh, the same hairstyle as I do. Yeah, yeah, before you go to your topic, friend, you said he owns chops, cards, and collectibles, right? Yes. I follow him on, on Instagram. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, so all right, continue on, Brandon. Continue. But yeah, uh, get it for the for real though. For my topic though, where uh Fernando Tatis Jr. has been suspended for uh, 80 games after testing positive for PED. Oh, steroids. That is going to hurt the Padres big time. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I thought you meant monkey pot. That's not good. Yeah, it's not good indeed. Where it's, it it was a, where, yeah. But it, it was, it was a colostal. That is C-O-L-S-T-E-B-O-L. Where it's basically, it's basically, it was a medication that to treat ringworm that does contain that word, possible. I mean, and he, at least he admit that was his fault for doing that, and he uh, can take the uh, take the consequence on that. But still, why he why why he do it? Yeah, in the first place. I mean that again. Maybe that's to, maybe maybe to enhance his performance, I guess. Who knows? But enhance. But, yeah, but again, having their uh, star player from the Padres of of one Fernando Tatis Jr. getting uh, suspended, and also. Will be served beginning at the 2023 season next next season as well. In May. Yeah. I mean, Mr. Tatis Jr., uh, hope you learned your lesson, but again, never do that. Hmm. That's all I'm gonna say. Can I can I say something, Brandon? Yeah, go ahead there, Andrew. Like how many games suspension that you got? Any. 80 games. Okay, first of all, 80 game suspension is way too difficult for being away for 80 straight games. That's nice if I'm out longer. That's way too high. That's way too high because yeah, we're I like mean, we're middle of August, we're middle of the month, we're all the, the September and partly October. 80 games that is too harsh for that. You know what? On the contrary, I kind of agree with him. Sure, there should be consequences for your actions, but eighty games is kind of too much. But then again, people say I'm people say I'm being too harsh when I when I you know ban someone 
off my, you know, stuff for a year, but, but now permanently because of, you know, shady stuff, but who am I to judge, right? But actually, Fernando Tontis Turner hasn't played a game since the last game of last season because in spring training this year, he got into a bicycle accident, I believe, or yeah. some type, some type of like accident. That. Yeah, which is which is why he hasn't played at all this year, and now all of a sudden he has tested positive for steroids, which means he won't play at all this year, heading into May two thousand thirteen. 2023. Mm-hmm. So it also begs the question: How many times has he used steroids? And on and another note, like how many times did he pass a drug test without you know getting caught with the steroids in his system? That's a good know. question. Who knows? I mean, let's face it. You remember about when Brock Lesnar got, you know, uh, tested positive for steroids this is before his last fight, and I mean his very last fight, and then oh, you yeah. can understand why UFC will never book him again? Oh, yeah. Well, hence why I call him the roid raging retard. Yeah, but on top of that, I mean, like, at the end of the day, I wouldn't advise using steroids, but only if it's prescripted. Yes, mm-hmm. agreed. Don't do drugs, kids. Exactly. exactly, exactly. But yeah, I am done with my topic. All right, All right, David. All right David, you're up. And then after that, Eric will be next, and then we know who the main event is. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right, so last night I found out that for you're once... Pregnant? <laughs> I thought I thought I thought his stomach was getting bigger. <laughs> anyway, anyways, all right, continue, David. Continue. Okay, so uh, as I was saying, um... oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 oh, David, go yeah, ahead. Right. Go, go ahead. Right, go ahead, David. Continue. <laughs> No, 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 no. Okay, first of all, before we before we move on, Mike, it's not who's the mother, it's who's the father. <laughs> anyway, all right, all right, all right, all right. Continue, continue, David. Continue. Three words. Go to bed. <laughs> so twenty-two years old. That's right. Mike's lives in the East Coast. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. Continue, David. Um, what to do. <laughs> Shh. Be quiet. Be quiet. Okay, so uh, in uh, ESPN news, that uh, ESPN college basketball commentary, Dick Bautel, has announced he is cancer-free. Ooh, that is great news. Legendary broadcaster one of the best best sports broadcasters he is cancer free on wednesday and um i'm very happy for him i mean he's done something you know that the world needs right now of battling and he's cancer free um i mean i don't really watch college basketball but because i'm not that familiar 
But all I know is that when I saw the news at one time, that, uh, you know, when uh, Dick Vitale, you know, made his first appearance back um, to to college basketball announcing, he was with Dave O'Brien, which I I believe, uh, you know, he was battling, uh, Dick was battling cancer at the time, and he made his first appearance back uh, while he was with Dave O'Brien, who just recently before lost Jeremy Remy due to cancer. I remember watching that live and um you know I'm just very happy for Dick Bagtail and um I mean I wish nothing but the best for him going forward. Um so congratulations and we're all happy for you. All right. And that's, and that's my topic. Now all right. Eric, all right, my topic. All right, my topic is this. As you know, um, NXT UK, um, there was words going around it's it's coming to an end soon. The last final event for NXT UK is when worlds collide. Because if you if you notice, if you watch NXT 2.0, for a lot of you folks who've been watching it, uh, you've seen a lot of invasions from the superstars from NXT UK, like Gallus is there, Tyler Bate is there, and Blair Davenport is there. so far, um, due to the fact that the NXT UK is shutting down to um, expand into NXT Europe for next year, um, they released a lot of NXT UK um, star wrestlers. Um, I'm going to go down the list real quickly. Uh, Mark Andrews, Zaya Brookside. This is updated. By the way, Eddie Dennis and Saxon Huxley. I like that guy. I mean, I'm going to miss him. Amir Jordan, who was the Tiger Turan guy. Uh, Danny Luna, Dave Mastiff, Millie McKenzie, Primate. Nina Samuel, Shaw Samuel, Sid Scala. Trent Seven was the shocker. I thought he'd be sticking around the field with Tyler Bate. Uh, Ashton Smith, Jack Stars, T-Bone, Tailman, Flash Morgan Webster, and Kenny Williams. So that's that was a huge list. So, And when NXT Europe does get relaunched, we don't know when. We don't, um, we don't know if the, is, is some of these superstars will sign back. We'll find out for sure. But that's, you know, I've, I've watched NXT UK, enjoyed some of the talent they had there. I'm glad some of the talent from there. There's not, most of the talent is not willing to move from their home to the states permanently, and yeah, so it's really really tough for them. So I'm sure, I'm sure that hopefully they'll find work somewhere else until NXT Europe gets relaunched. If that's the case, I, you know, I let, see some of these superstars do get signed back. We will see what happens. So, uh, so that's my topic, and uh, best of luck to those NXT UK superstars that got released. All right, Uriel, you have the floor. I'll be right back, all right? All right. Now, well, what was, what was I actually going to do to stop Epic Jordan, but okay. People want me to talk about this? Fine. In honor of um, the new Dragon Ball movie going to be releasing tomorrow, I was like, you know, I was like, hmm, what topic should I go over, like, now that I'm returning to do like live streams, now that I'm COVID free. Apparently, uh, I am not desperate to play Fortnite. That's all I'm going to say. For those who don't know, um, recently Fortnite has um, added like some kind of like expansion, some kind of like expansion and included some new um, Dragon Ball games. And not only that, you who can actually play. Who cares? Thank you. Who Thank you. Who cares? Not only that, you can also play um, Goku, Vegeta, Bulma, and Beerus. 
And right at the bat, just looking at just looking at how the characters look. Oh boy. Already I don't like it. I mean I mean not only, I mean looking at how the characters looking just looking at the characters, they look like they look like they're from a rebooted cartoon network show. They they look way too simple, they look way too childish, they look way too cartoony even. And I know, like the I know, like in the original Dragon Ball, like it has like like cute designs. But here's the thing: it actually fits in. Here's the thing. That's how it is. And I mean, no. Okay, so okay, let me just go over what I'm doing. So um, right now I'm talking about the um the Dragon Ball um Fortnite thing. Oh, you're talking about the Fortnite uh, DLC thing. Uh yeah, DLC. Oh, so it is a DLC, and. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. This is my quick thoughts on it. It's a way and, and an elaborate attempt to just get, you know, the um, the diehard Dragon Ball fans of the franchise, whether you they read the manga or watched the anime, just to play Fortnite just for the hell of it. Not because, you know, they, because, you know, they like Fortnite. They'll just, you know, play it just because you have, you know, some Dragon Ball characters in there. And that's to me, is sick, to be honest with you. I'm not falling yep. for that scheme, so you can count me out of that. And right at the bat, the designs and how the characters look, yeah boy, they look way too they look way too childish. I mean they look like something that that came out of a, a Cartoon Network reboot. Mm. Well there was a well, there was well, there was a crossover between Johnny Bravo and Dr Dragon Ball, so <laughs> And again, I know, like, I'm um, in the original Dragon Ball anime, like, the characters, they all have, like, cute designs, but here's the thing. I mean, that's how it, I mean, that's how it was in, in the manga as well. And the design, and pretty much the, like, how the characters look, they, like, the design has changed when, like, during the Frieza saga. Mainly because, like, Dragon Ball Z is basically just a coming-of-age story. Yeah. Like rather be like Goku or Vegeta or Go or Gohan or even Piccolo. And another thing to or, add is that um, or when you think about it, it's like the coming of age story for Goku with the original Dragon Ball, you know, a uh, series. But then it's the coming of age story for Gohan and Dragon Ball Z. But it's still all about Goku. So. And another thing that um, just kind of like. That kind of, that kind of twitches my nose at the fact that they gave Goku a gun. Oh my god! Okay, I saw that they had the power pole with him, but the thing is, he doesn't use the power pole anymore. I mean, like, if you're just gonna have him wear it just for you know nostalgic purposes, I mean, just let him use it. But as far as the guns, like, dude, Goku doesn't use guns. Are you guys that stupid? You forgot to do your research, um, because at one time Goku says, "You bullies, only scaredy cats uses guns." Mm-hmm. Now, now yeah, you're I, making I, Goku look like a hypocrite. And I know people are going to be complaining. Well, Goku was an idiot and super. Well, now look at him on on Fortnite. He was always wait. He's been listen. His character has never always been super intelligent. I mean, it's it's the same in regards to the original Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball Super. 
even the manga, I mean, like, what, whichever you prefer. Like, uh, like who, uh, are they to judge, who, who are they to judge Goku's character? But yet they, but yet these are the people that are stupid enough just to let him use a gun in Fortnite. Like, uh, even Shenron just looks just really off. I mean, okay, there's like one promotional picture, po like picture there, and he looks more like he looks more like Mushu from Mulan. At least Mushu is hilarious, you know. Yeah, good old Eddie Murph. And then, oh yeah, the Kamehameha. Oh, they use that. Oh, oh, sure, but still, I think that's when you have to have that supercharged or something. I think when you get enough kills, I believe. Yeah, and they also like they also include like episodes from Dragon Ball Super. Um, sorry, I could either just like get like the Blu-rays or just watch it on on Crunchyroll. Way ahead oh, of you, oh, Fortnite. Or watch it with me. That, actually, watching it with a friend is much better. Yeah, and you know what's so funny? Even though we don't live in the same state or, you know, area, it's kind of, you know, very interactive of how we, you know, watch anime together every time we do a stream, you know? Like, we just got through watching, you know, the, you know, the Universal Tournament, you know? Now we're about to watch the Copy Vegeta stuff. But what I don't like about Fortnite is, and I think I already explained it last week, I'm sick and tired of these little bitches, these little, you know, bitch brats that li like to complain about their about their virtual bucks, V-bucks, whatever they want to call them. Now they're going to be more bitching about it if there's, you know, Dragon Ball fans falling for this crap. But I'm not. I'd rather have a Dragon Ball DLC and Fall Guys than having to deal with it on Fortnite. I just or I just get I, or I just played the games. You Hang know on. what? I could actually get create I, instead. I could actually, you know, create, you know, a Goku as a Super Saiyan or Super Saiyan Blue of W2K22 if I wanted to cuz there's a hairstyle where you could do the Super Saiyan look. I actually have much more fun like playing um Fighter Z, um Xenoverse 2 and um and Kakarot more than just like playing Fortnite. Because at least they respect the, like, the original animes and the mangas. Fortnite, however, takes it out of proportion and it insults your intelligence as both a Dragon Ball fan and an anime fan, along with mangas in general. Eesh. Screw Fortnite and everything that those people stand for. Uh, okay, and, and and screw and screw the kids that play it too. I mean, I, I hate them. I mean, I don't say I mean I don't hate kids per se. I just hate kids that play Fortnite. Except except for one who is a grandson that goes to my church, and I only give him a free pass because after all, what kids do while they play Fortnite? They pick their nose. As far as, but as far as other kids go. Tickets. As for other kids go go that don't play Fortnite, then hey, I got no problem with them. But as far as kids that do play Fortnite, screw them. I I I, I can't stand. I can't do the that... Frostians if I wanted to. They had the audacity to butcher the Ultra Instinct design. Like they just look way too simple and way too cute. It's just almost disgusting to watch. Make matters worse. You have Bulma as a you know playable character. I mean, like I get it. She could use a gun back in the. You know, back in the old, old, older times of Dragon Ball, but not anymore. I mean, that's the that's the super version of Bulma. 
And and what makes matters worse, you have Beerus as a playable character. And the thing is, he's um, supposed to be a god of destruction, not a sh not a first person shooter. Um, and these games I can play as um, Beerus. So again, way ahead of you. And then there's Vegeta. I mean, they're oh they're like God. they're he's supposed to be a legitimate badass Saiyan prince, the last of, of the of the race, and you're having him use a gun. Vegeta never had to use a gun in his entire life. Okay, the the, the one thing that kind of like distracts me is that um the Super Saiyan Blue design on Goku it kind of looks like in the original anime like it has like a turquoise blue but then you got but then you got vegeta which the blue looks more like a dark blue which it looks distracting when you compare the two i think i know what that's all about i think that one has to be the uh dragon ball uh evo i mean i mean not the dragon ball i mean it's not that movie no god no i i think that's super saiyan blue evolution or evolved because i think that's like you know um, like when you ascend from a Super Saiyan, that's you know with you know the like you know Mark Mark Two, Mark One, or something, or ascended, not Super Saiyan Two or anything like that. Like, oh my god, it gets like just looking at the designs. It's just even the colors just look really off and wrong. Like, okay, I get it, Fortnite is for kids, but still, all right, oh, the man, I'm. Oh, adults play it too, and I'm not going to call it any names of others who play it that I know and have a friendship with, but the thing is, I just pity people that fall for that crap. I will never... To me, look, just just get like another DLC for Xenoverse 2. Or better yet, get another DLC ready for Kakarot. Like, do the one that I've been hearing for months about Bardock. There's a For a moment, I'm just gonna fail. Uh, for uh, Fortnite, this is for you. Oh my god! The way how the characters look actually make actually that sound effects makes perfect sense. Oh my god! Listen, anybody on here, and everybody else here that can hear the sound of my voice, Fall Guys. Instead of if Fortnite. That's all I'm going to say. Fall Guys over Fortnite. I think that's what you're saying. Like the whole... like It, no, it, it, does, it, 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 it doesn't matter. I mean, it's the same thing. And what was that? Are you, are you doing a chick? It, it's, 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 either, it's either Fall Guys, you know, instead of Fortnite, or yeah, Fall right. Guys over Fortnite. I mean, let's face facts. I, I'm more... I prefer, you know, Fall Guys over Fortnite any day. Sure, I haven't played it in a while, but still, I've been busy. And at the same time, I'd rather have a Dragon Ball DLC for that than having to see that for Fortnite. It's an abomination. Like who in the right mind thought you who in the who in the right mind thought it was okay to make Bulma a playable character? You know, not Piccolo, not Gohan, like not even Yamcha. But As Bulma fact, I think obviously for marketing reasons. Hey Brandon, what were you doing now? I was just turning on the light, David. Oh 
Yes, oh my god, just 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 thinking about just thinking about foreigners making me making me even more dumber. And people think I was already dumb enough to begin with, even before I ever showed my face on anywhere on this platform. Like you know, uh... you could you know you could question my intelligence all you want, but if anybody ever tells me to play you know Fortnite just to give it a chance, listen. No. If I give it a chance, there is a possibility where I'm going to get a lot of kids screaming at me throughout the little voice chats and them acting a little bit, you know, whining, complacent, obnoxious little bitch brats trying to say, don't don't shoot my hamburger. Don't shoot my french fries. Don't shoot my milkshake. Oh, you're such a dick. Oh, wait, you're not supposed to say that because after all, you're you're like 17 and under. Are you playing Call of Duty? Next thing you know, they'll call me like, I don't know, a queer or a faggot or anything like that just to get uh, out of my skin. Yeah, my because God. Because they're trying to be all edgy and cool. Like, yeah, let me yeah, share you, those words and make it yeah, like, let me more guess. powerful. I, let me guess. I bet you also want to call people like me, whether I'm whether it's white or black, I bet you'll call me the N-word, the hard ER, or the uh, just to act like, oh, I'm from the streets, son. <sighs> you don't know anything about the streets if it, if it bit you in the ass. See, this is why I don't play Call of Duty. Hey, listen, I, don't I, want... play, I play Call of Duty, and the thing is, when they call me names like that, I think that's funny because they're the ones who, you know, acting hateful to themselves instead of being hateful towards me. But as far as yep. I'm concerned, for, for people who do that in Fortnite, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not dealing with, with, with little little children. I'd I'm, I'm dealing with actual grown adults. Sure, I have, have friends that are younger than me that are probably, like, under 18, but still... The whole thing is anybody can get on the internet. It's no, that is a known fact. But as long as you have enough, but common that is sense a blessing how, and a curse. But as long as you have enough common sense on how to properly use it, then yes, maybe there's a possibility we could all be friends in it. But as for Fortnite, suck a dick. That's all I gotta say. I th oh, and yes. uh, and also says and also says here you can actually participate in something like similar to the tournament of power. Which, no, again, I rather no, no. I rather watch I rather watch the anime or read the manga. Thank no, you. No, no, I am not. No, that that is blasphemy right there to 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 the tournament of power. What they're doing again? I again, again. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot should do that instead of fucking Fortnite. Why? Why of all things Fortnite? Why Fortnite? Well, like Fortnite. More. <laughs> that's a bet. That now that is a. <laughs> I'm using that. More like you know what? I'll it's take more, I'll give you credit. It's Thank all I, I know why they're doing this. It's all obviously a marketing, you know, thing, plus for the movie that's coming out real soon, you know, Dragon Ball Super Superhero that's coming out tomorrow. But the thing is, the last game I would use a DLC for it would be Fortnite or Fortnite, whatever you want to call it. Fortnite. Fortnite. We're still, we're now calling it Fortnite. Thank you. God yep. damn, Eric, you're a genius. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> oh, thank you, real. Uh, I'm glad I made you night. Glad oh, that 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 made my night. I'm, I'll take full credit on that. Speaking of full credit on something that you'll be getting later, that but that's another story for another time. Mm. Yep. Little kitty, little kitty there. Oh, well, since we now hit the two hour, um, do up. Why up all things Fortnite? You know, or you could have made a new a new game. Like I know there's gonna be like a new Dragon Ball game like coming out like 
I don't know when. I think it's like at the end of the year. Dragon Ball, next year. Uh, Dragon Ball Breakers, I think. The Breakers? Yeah. Yeah, I know, like, in that one, like, it has, like, Frieza and then Cell. Oh, my cool God. Well. That Okay, let me tell you something. <laughs> if there's anything about that game that reminds me of something like you're being hunted down and about to be killed, it kind of reminds me of Friday the 13th. I mm. think it is, okay, from what I've heard, it's going to be a survival game, which that's That's the whole point. That's the point. It's like a, it's like their version of Friday the Thirteenth. But the thing is, if you're like either um, Majin Buu, Frieza, or Cell, then you're gonna you're gonna destroy a lot lot of people unless if they don't get caught. Which that yeah. is a real that is a really clever um that is a really clever um genre choice. Since let, I mean, let's face it, like all of the Dragon Ball games are all just um fighting games. But a survival game is actually not that. It's actually a pretty clever idea. Plus, you get to this, customize your own character. That, true, is, that is true. This is what happens every time someone tells me something about Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite, where your best weapon is your ass, where it passes gas. <laughs> like that rhyme? It's a, it, I think I think other than other than the whole thing with COVID, I think you're spreading a disease right now. I think you're other than that, other than COVID, I think you're spreading a new disease. It's called rhymeitis. <laughs> the rise of crime virus. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought I wanted to be funny, so there you yep. <laughs> <laughs> that should go on a that that should go on a shirt on a shirt. Yeah. You know what? That's a perfect way. I wear I will wear that. Okay, that's a perfect way to end. That was a perfect way to end this with a with a with a royal flush. Yeah. Oh, this up Good one, Jordy. Good one. All right, like okay, but I, I'm I'm done. Fuck Fortnite. That's what I'm gonna say. Just yep. Just watch meme, the movie. Meme that and gif that and yes. And use it as a soundboard, David. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, that's gonna be it for the for this week's episode. Um, and let me do the outro because if I get interrupted one time, I am walking out of this room. Shut up, David. <laughs> Shut the pie hole. Cool it, David. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. Now, with that being said, if you like this week's episode, give it a thumbs up. If you missed your chance to live chat, comment down below. And also, be sure to subscribe if you're new to the channel. And hit the notification bell so you'll be notified when Brandon does a an upload, a, a, a premiere, or a live reaction, a, a live stream like this one at all times. God, live reactions. Also, be sure to subscribe to David Three Thousand. Eric, quiet, who will have a different, who will have a different, you know, uh, channel name in the future. Andrew Hawking, Ibarbro Studios, and yours truly, the Young Blood Outsider, Jordy Scow. That being said, God bless you all. Have a great night and stay healthy for your better day tomorrow. Now, if you excuse me, I got to get <laughs> things ready. I got to get things ready for, um, you know, for me and Brandon. You're watching Dragon Ball Super, and after that, but before that, I got to get some stuff situated in this house. So. 
Good night, everybody. Yeah! And tonight again, Sam, for you, another Grand Fleet Red Ray podcast! Yeah! Tonight in Faith Yes, Bonds. I'm back. Yep, and with that, don't forget to check out our new link tree as Later, well Kate. in the chat. With that, keep ranting and raving. We got Good night,